Welcome to a Sterling Harris Ministries teaching of thriving in a love relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Victory and God's best for you. Round of applause for Mr. Sterling Harris. What's up, 621? What's up, baby? Man, hey, God is good. All the time, he's good, man. He set this, this, what I'm going to speak about today, he set this up for me. I heard you guys have been at desperation, a lot of you. Raise your hand if you went to desperation, so most of you, yeah. So God wanted me to talk today about living in a love relationship with him, how powerful that is, and how everywhere you go, you have this giant cloud of witness with you. So wherever you go, you're like walking, talking epistles, walking, talking Bibles, you're a walking, talking letter of recommendation. You're a walking, talking seed. So everywhere you go, you're planting the seed of God. You're planting lo God's love in people's hearts. And it was awesome because I asked um, Brother Mark what you guys had, like what kind of the Holy Spirit was theme was for desperation, and it was change the atmosphere, right? Yeah, so he, he hooked it up. The Holy Spirit hooked it up. So that's him kind of speaking. And so we're going to kind of cover how God speaks tonight. And we have like kind of 10 points that we're going to kind of like, I mean, I got to interweave through the story because a lot of times when I was growing up, I did not realize God was speaking to me. I didn't realize that, that I thought he was always going to come in this like huge booming voice, but that's not how he talks to you. So we're going to kind of go through 10 things and I'm going to kind of interweave it tonight through a couple of testimonies that God really laid on my heart to share with you guys. So everywhere you go, can you go ahead and put them up there, Lisa, please? So everywhere you go, you have the power of God inside you. Everywhere I go, I take that power. And I used to, I grew up really in the church, and I grew up being very, I guess, religious. All I knew was, okay, let me just go to church on Sunday, go to, go to like Bible study and, and church camp and stuff like that. But I didn't realize God talks to you every day. I didn't realize God wanted to be involved in your everyday life. Back, basically, until about 2008, when God really called me back to the faith, I really didn't know these things that I have up here on the background, uh, that he speaks to you like in these ways. So he speaks by his word, the Holy Spirit, prayer, the inward witness we're going to talk about tonight, circumstances, other believers, dreams and visions, music, as you guys get, just got finished with the music, creation, and demonstration of God's power. So really, like today, I kind of walk in the power of God all the time through that love relationship. God told me many years ago when he really called me back to the faith, he said, everything that you do, Sterling, I want to bless. Everything that you do every day, I want to be a part of. Everything that you will put on the altar, everything you involve me in, I'll bless it. And this wasn't a big booming voice. This was an inward knowing that I, that I had that God was kind of showing me this through my daily devotional that I would read, through the Bible when I would pick it up. He would just kind of speak to me, seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. He, I, that kept coming up in people in people's sermons. It kept coming up in my daily devotional. It kept coming up in my Bible. And it seemed like people were always coming around telling me, seek first the kingdom of God. And God was just kind of telling me, everything you do, seek me in that. I'm going to bless it. And so now I walk around in this power that I did not have when I was a kid. I, walked around, I walk around this power through that love relationship with Jesus Christ, and I'm able to feed people out of the overflow. And when you leave here tonight, I want you, if you're not, if you're not on fire for God, I hope you leave tonight 
My prayer that you leave tonight, that you're on fire for him, that you realize wherever you go, you do change the atmosphere. And if you're not changing the atmosphere right now, you better believe you're not going to have an excuse after tonight because we're going we're gonna to talk about a little bit about how you change the atmosphere. No matter where I go, I'm witnessing to people about the love of Christ. Whether it be a, a smile that I give somebody or whether I, whether I open the door for somebody or some people ask me like, hey, hey, how are you doing? That's something people ask you all the time, right? I say, I'm blessed and highly favored, the son of the king. How about you? And they're like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Or the best, the best thing is, Oh, oh, uh, I am too. I'm like, yeah. So they, I just got them to claim who they are in Christ Jesus by and witness them about the love of Jesus Christ just through a simple high hello. I used to be like, yeah, I'm good. I didn't witness to anybody about the love of Christ that way. But just that little simple little phrase, I'm blessed and highly favored, the son of the king. Just that right there is a little bit of witness. Like dropped a little bit of seed in their heart. Even though I only met them for five seconds, they know, they know that, that somebody, a child of God, spoke to them. Like instead of saying, God bless you, I say, Jesus loves you. Because that, that J-bomb something is something serious. People, you drop that Jesus name, people are like, because God, people think, hey, you know, God, like there's a lot of ways people think about God. But you say Jesus Christ, they know what you're talking about. <laughs> you drop that J-bomb, you're like, uh, yeah, Jesus, I'm not sure. Oh, yes, he's the way, truth, and life. The only way is through him, player. I'm t- he's the only way. I'm sorry. He's the only way. I apologize about what you think, but he's the only way. Let me tell you how he changed my life. Because people can argue with the scripture. And I used to want to like be an attorney for God. And I used to want to like memorize all these scriptures so I can spit them back at people and stuff like that. Look, people aren't going to come to Christ because you can spit some scriptures at them. Matter of fact, that might cause them to run the other way. But you know what will draw them to you? Is love and kindness and goodness and you reaching out to them. I work at a place called Sundown Ranch right now. God has me out there. I'm an assistant counselor. And wherever I go, I walk in the word. I don't just read this word so I can quote scripture. I read this word so I have first place in my life. So as I come against circumstances every day, that I don't come from a place of fear, but I come from a place of faith. You guys ever, like, somebody been talking to you, and, like, they'll say something, and then a rap song or a song that you were singing. It might, it might be a song you heard five years ago. It'll come to your head. Because... You implanted those words into your heart by listening to that over and over and over again. That's also when you read the word of God, you have it implanted in your heart for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Those things that you read, those things you believe will start coming out of your mouth. It's kind of like when you squeeze an orange, what do you get? You get orange juice out of that orange. If I say, so if you have, if you don't have the word in you, when something gets squeezed, if you got fear in you, that's what's going to come out. If you got bitterness and resentment in you, that's what's going to come out. But if you've got this word and you've got some love in you, when you get squeezed a little bit, when life comes at you, when somebody at school picks on you, you're going you're to squeeze out that word. So instead of, instead of giving them some kind of evil thought or an evil word, then you're going to go ahead and bless their life. You're going to say, you know what? Let me, I don't know what this person's going through. Let me pray for this person. Let me release the faith of God. Let me release the love of God over this person. So you become this like walking, talking dispensary of blessings. Like if people hate on me, if people bring, you know, evil to me, they're going to get blessed. Because when I, when I meet evil, see, I fight evil with good. So, and that's what I really want you guys to kind of get in the mindset of you just have this giant cloud of witness with you when you walk around and you live in a love relationship with Jesus Christ. You just, you just end up affecting people out of the overflow and the joy and the energy that's in your life. 
So I've, I've worked out at Sundown Ranch now for about seven, eight months, and it's an in-treatment drug rehab facility for kids, ages 12 to 25. And so out there, I really, literally, I just kind of love on the kids. A lot of people haven't had that unconditional love. Some of you in here may think that maybe your mom and dad's love is a little conditional, or your best friend's love is conditional. The good thing about Jesus is he unconditionally loves you. No matter what you've done, what you did, what you're going to do, Jesus has your back, right? So I just try to show these kids out here that maybe haven't had that unconditional love what the love of Christ is. And a lot of them have had religious parents. A lot of them have been to church. A lot of them have even, even been baptized, but they just got really got wet. They just did it because their parents wanted them to do it. And a lot of them come out there, man, certainly I've, I've never seen the kind of love that you have, man. That's like there's something, my, there's something stirring my, in, my, in my stomach. I said, man, that's your spirit, bro. Your spirit's at the core of your being. You're feeling I'm speaking words of love to you, but they're, they're out of the abundance of my heart, which is based on this word because I make this word the final authority in my life. And when you do that, you can speak love and you can speak faith. Even when people, these, these kids are going through some rough, rough situations. They've been through bullying. They've been through verbal abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, anything you can name. They've been through it out there. So I, I just love them from the core of who they are because they're all blessings. You are all blessings of the Lord. You are all highly favored. You are all daughters and sons of the one true king. And if you start really walking around with that new mindset, you start walking around with that new identity, and you start living like it, it's like a snowball effect of faith. Like when I get up in the morning, I have some declarations that I use that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, that I'm blessed when I come in and blessed when I go out, that I'm a victor, that I always triumph in Christ Jesus. I'm constantly reformulating and renewing my mind to the Word of God, and I'm making myself this new creature, not only in my spirit, but most importantly, renewing and transforming my mind, which has transformed my life. So I've worked out here at Sundown Ranch, and when I got there, there was a lot of kids that really, they really weren't seeing Jesus out there. What did I do? I didn't go and quote scripture to them. I just started loving on them. I just started, they just saw the joy in my life. They saw the, the cloud of witness that's with me, and they started asking me, so how are you so joyful? And I'm like, it's Jesus. You see this smile? It's Jesus. And I kept telling them, I just tell them about Jesus and tell them what he's done in my own life. Because you can argue with the scripture, but you can't argue with a changed life. You can argue with this all you want to, even though it's not going to do, any, do you any good. Believe me, I tried. But you cannot argue with a changed life. So I walk in this cloud of witness. It doesn't matter if I go, if I'm out working at Sundown Ranch or I'm going even to, the, even to get something to eat. If I'm getting something to eat, the first thing I do is I ask the waitress or the waiter her, his name or her name. And then I immediately start praying for that person. And I start asking God, is there anything, Lord, that you need to put on my heart that I need to tell this person? And I start surrounding them in God's love and favor. And I call them by their name. I speak to them. I, I, I tell them a little bit about Jesus and about, about my own life. Even if it's a, like a little one-minute clip. There's so many people, so many times that I end up witnessing to waitresses and waiters that wait on me. And then next to their tip, I write, Jesus loves you. You don't know what that person's going through. You might be the Jesus Christ that somebody needs to see today to not lose hope, to not lose faith, or come to a love relationship with Jesus Christ themselves. And the way you're going to do that is realizing that God speaks to you all the time and developing this love relationship, and that's what these kind of 10 points are about. Like today, for instance, I go, I'll tell you this great testimony. God kind of just set this up for us as far as changing the atmosphere and a demonstration of power, which is, which is number 10, demonstration of God's power. So how does, how does that work? Signs, wonders, miracles, healings. So 
the Bible says, it says that the kingdom of heaven is not just of talk, but of power. Power is the ability to demonstrate something, the ability to act. So we're, we're in there just doing some calisthenics this morning. We're, I'm basically stretching them out. We're doing some yoga. And there's a, I lay my hands on people all the time out there because it says in Mark 16 that these signs will follow them that believe, that they'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. And so kind of word spread that I do this and I get results. And I tell the people, it's not because I'm a preacher. It's because I'm a believer. It's because I believe this word and I stand on it and act on it. There was a lady the other day that was a staff member out there. She was dubbed over in, in abdominal pain. And she's like, Sterling, I don't know how I'm make it to the end of the day. And I said, I said, aren't you a believer? She's like, yeah. I said, well, it says in Mark 16 that these signs will follow them that believe. That they lay their hands on the sick and they'll recover. Do you believe that? She's like, okay. She's like, yeah. I said, okay then. I put my hands on her, prayed for her. And I said, I just commanded her body to be healed in the name of Jesus. Because that's where our authority is. God gave you authority to use this name. And when you release your faith like that, you give God an opportunity to be good to his word. Because he said, these signs will follow them that believe. So I lay my hands on her. About an hour later, I see her. And she says, Sterling, I already thank God, but I just want to thank you. I had forgotten what I had done. Because I'm just so used to... If somebody's sick, laying my hands on them. If some, I feel like somebody's down, speaking a word, a word to them that will encourage them. Showing people love. This is the way I walk every day. So I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, when you lay your hands on me? She was like, five minutes later, the abdominal pain just totally went away. I, she's like, I, I can't even believe it. I thought I was going to deal with that the rest of the day. I said, girl, you're a believer. I said, you got, I said, you got the same power that I got. I said, the only thing is, you got to flip the switch. You got to use the power. The power's already been supplied. You just got to flip the switch. The power is already in your room. The power is already in your temple. You just got to flip the switch every day. Is it easy? No. <laughs> the hardest thing you ever do, but it'll be worth it. This girl's experience of God changed because I went ahead and demonstrated the power of God's healing. And she got to experience God in a powerful way that was tangible to her. She was in pain, and because we prayed and stood on the word, now she's not. Well, word began to spread that that I do this. And some of the kids would be like, Sterling, do you have some magical powers? I said, no, man, it's Jesus, bro. Jesus is healing you. I'm, I'm just a vessel. I said, you can do the same thing I'm doing. Mark 16, these signs will follow them that believe. Do you believe? Uh-huh. Okay. If you don't, I'll introduce you to Jesus. I'll introduce you to him. He loves everybody. He wants to save everybody. Anybody who will come to him and call on his name, he will not cast out, but he will accept you. I said, he wants to be more involved in your life than you even know. There's 7 billion people on this earth. Nobody's got the same thumbprint. 7 billion people on this earth, God's looking for more work. He's looking to be involved in more things in your life. From the time you get up to in, in the morning to the time you go to bed at night, he's looking for you to talk to him. And so I'm, this, this girl is having a headache, and we're doing these calisthenics. And she's like, hey, Sterling, I have a real bad headache. She's like, I heard you pray for people, and they get healed. I said, yes. I said, I'm a believer. I said, do you believe in Jesus? She said, yeah. I said, you can do the same thing. I said, but I'll touch and agree with you. And I put my hands on her. And in the name of Jesus, I said, headache, be gone in the name of Jesus. Be carried away in Jesus' name. And she like, she like kind of looked at me like that. She shrugged her shoulders. And she started walking away. And then she went, she stopped. And she looked back and she's like, oh my God, it's gone. It's gone. I said, girl, that's Jesus. It works every time. You just got to work it. And so there was this girl that I didn't know that she wasn't a believer. 
and she walks up, she walks up to me, she's like, she got the sniffles, she's all like stopped up, and she's like, hey, Sterling, uh, can you pray for me? Because I've had this, I've had this cold for a week, and I can't get rid of it. Do you think that stuff works? I said, girl, does it work? I said, Jesus will heal you right now. And so you put God to his word. It says, put him in remembrance of his word. I just put him in a situation like that because I know he's going to perform and do his thing. I said, yeah, girl, Jesus will heal you. I said, are you a believer? Do you believe Mark 16, that these signs will follow them that believe? And she's like, sure. I said, good. I put my hands on her. And I, pray, and I said, in Jesus' name, I said, cold be cast into the sea. In Jesus' name, you are healed, healthy, and whole right now. She, she looked at me. She like, still had the sniffles, and she kind of shrugged her shoulders again. And she walked back. She turned around, and like 30 seconds later, she goes, she's like, oh, my God, I can breathe. Oh, my God, I can breathe. This is crazy. This is crazy. I said, no, that's Jesus. <laughs> and so... She was amazed that it worked. I said, yes, it works. Jesus Christ is real. Jesus healed you. I said, I didn't do anything. I said, I, what I did, I stood on the word of God, and I put the word of God to work for me and you. I said, but because you're a believer, you have these same talents, abilities, gifts, and powers, and you can demonstrate God's power to people that don't know Jesus Christ. So there's a lot of kids watching what I'm doing and people that I don't even realize that are watching what I'm doing. So after it's all over, we have to be finished with the calisthenics. She's like, she's like, hey, Strong, this is so crazy. I cannot believe I got healed. I don't understand this. This is, this is so wild. I said, girl, it's Jesus. I said, I said, do you know Jesus? She's like, no, I don't know. I said, why not? I said, he lives inside me. Do you want him to live inside of you? And she goes, yeah, I think so. I said, good girl, come on. And I prayed with her. And she accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And this other girl was watching me unbeknownst to me, and she was like, hey, um, I don't know if I believe. I'm kind of doubting, but, I mean, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. And I said, well, the Scripture says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that you want to be the Lord of your life, the King of your life, and that God raised him from the dead, then you'll be saved. That's what, it's, that's what the Bible, that's what Jesus said, the Holy Spirit said. And she said, well, I don't, I said, it's not in your head, sweetheart. You, the doubts can come in your head. The enemy can attack you in your head. But I said, your spirit always wants to be with Jesus. That's what it was made for. And she goes, she goes, okay, I think I want to give my life to Christ. I said, good, okay. I grabbed her up, scooped her up, and she gave her life to Christ. Later that day, another girl came to Christ because of what? She had seen, she had seen the demonstration of power and the love and compassion of Jesus Christ to heal his people. And so you can be that change yourself. It's not because I'm up here speaking that I can do this. I started doing this way before I, I, I finally accepted the, the call for God to, to have me be a preacher. Because I ran from this for a long, long time. I said, God, you can't use me. I said, you know, you know what I used to do? I used to be one of the NFL player, for those of you who don't know, and I lived that NFL lifestyle like you see on TV, and not the, not the good one, not the one at the charities and, and helping people and stuff like that. I helped people, but, I mean, I was in a club heavy. I was popping bottles heavy. I was out there living that crazy lifestyle heavy. I, I wasn't even, I was just all the way in the world, not even, even trying to get to Jesus. I, I was saved. I had enough Jesus in me to get to heaven. That was it. That's all I was doing. I didn't know that these signs will follow them that believe. I didn't know that Jesus Christ wanted to have an actual love relationship with me. I just thought, you know, you go to church, you do more good than bad, and, you know, that's it. I didn't even know God spoke to you. 
And I'm telling you, when I was like 25, 26 years old, I still didn't know God spoke to people. I was always waiting for this big, booming voice like, Sterling, go over here, do this. It's kind of like Hulk Hogan right there. He probably didn't sound like that. But I didn't realize that God speaks to you in these 10 ways. And God speaks to you a, a whole bunch of different ways. I'm not saying that it can't ever be a, a voice, an audible voice. But in my 20 plus years of being a believer, I've heard an audible voice one time my whole life. But see, I walk by the Spirit every day. I walk by that inward witness and that small, still voice every day. And because I choose to live a lifestyle, a kingdom lifestyle, and take God at his word, there was three people today that went from death to life. They were spiritually dead, and they went to spiritually alive today. Because I put God at his word. Because I live a kingdom lifestyle. Because I recognize that when I walk in the room, because I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, because I walk in a love relationship with him, that power just came in the room. Jesus Christ just came in the room because I'm seated with Jesus Christ in the heavenly places. Jesus Christ lives inside of me. The Holy Spirit is all up in your area, wherever you go. So you might as well start using it. You might as well start speaking it. You might as well start living it. And you can be this great cloud of witness. You can be the change in your own lives. I mean, you can be the change for some of your parents, some of your siblings, plenty of your classmates. There's a lot of people at your school that need to see Jesus Christ, that they don't have a relationship. They don't have any belief. They've never seen love walked out. Or maybe their parents go to church, but they never seen any love in their household. That was, my, that was my situation. My dad went to church, but that was about all he did. He didn't read the word. He didn't, he didn't bless me, and all he did is really talk noise about me. He really just like was always getting at me from a negative perspective. Sowed a lot of negative seeds in my life. Caused me a lot of hurt in my life. Things that I had to get out of my heart later and, and confess to God and give over to God. And I, and I went to God thinking that, you know what, God, your love must be conditional because my heavenly father is like my earthly father. And I always felt like my earthly father's love was conditional. I had to do something to earn it. And then God showed me through his loving, caring relationship that, no, Sterling, I want a relationship with you. And I'm not like your earthly father. I'm your heavenly father. And when I started to realize that God wanted to be involved in every area of my life, I started looking at the ways that he speaks to me. So as far as, as, far as his word, have you ever, like, and I'm going to go through a couple examples, and you're probably going to be like, okay, that's happened to me. Because a lot of times God was speaking to me my whole life. It wasn't like when I found out these ten things that I was like, oh, yeah, God just started speaking to me. No, I just started listening. That was the difference. So like in the, in the word, like I used to read the Bible and I would like open up to a passage to be praying about something or thinking about something or going through something. And then I'd open up to a page and boom, like there would like some, be something jump off the page. And I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a really lucky coincidence. I didn't know that was God speaking to me. Or I'd read my daily devotional and I'd be like, man, that really speaks to my situation right now. That's a, that's a cool coincidence. That's, that's, that's real lucky. I used to think, is that luck or is that God speaking to me? It's God speaking to you. <laughs> Every time it's God speaking to you. There's no such thing as luck or coincidence. God, God controls those things. You're, if you're praying, you get to answer prayer. If you, I didn't, that lady didn't get healed by luck. She got healed by the power of God. So when you're praying about something or going through something and you feel like God is saying something to you through Scripture, He is. When you feel like He's speaking to your circumstance, 
And the way you kind of know that is you'll have these kind of wise thoughts that you know you really weren't that wise enough to think. And you, they come with a kind of a peace, and you're like, okay, that, that makes sense. But is that God talking or me? It's God speaking. <laughs> so, and then, you, and then prayer. A lot of people think that prayer is like on your knees in a, you know, in a prayer room or something like that, or you used to do it at church. I used to pretty much just pray those three times a day, like when I got up in the morning over one of my meals, maybe, and then when I went to bed at night, I'd like, you know, pray for a minute or two and then fall asleep. And it'd just be the same canned prayer. It'd be, it'd just be the same thing every day. And I was wondering why my relationship with God wouldn't go anywhere. What if you had a, what if, like, if you look at your relationship with God, ask yourself this, if it was based on a relationship with your best friend or somebody that you were really in love with, somebody you really liked, how would it, how would it look to you? I often ask people, hey, um, how's your relationship with God? Oh, I go to church. Or, oh, I just got back from a youth group camp. Okay, how's your prayer life? How, how often do you talk to God? If, God? if you and God were in a relationship and, and it was like I set up like a relationship or best friend, how would that look? Oh, well, um, it's not looking too good. <laughs> I said, it's all right, man. God is just looking to talk to you all day long. So I literally, from the, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I say is just thank you, Jesus. And really until I feel this kind of like peace and warmth, I don't even get out of bed because I just expect him to kind of just speak something in my heart. Something just kind of wells up in my spirit and I just get this feeling of peace. There's kind of that inward witness. And I just kind of have it. And, and then I just say, thank you. And I start just talking to him. And I talk to him throughout the day. By the time that I get to bed at night, I just say, okay, God, good night. I know you don't sleep, but I'm going to because <laughs> I've been talking to him all day. And when you talk to him all day, don't forget to listen. <laughs> I used to just pray and get up. Anybody ever do that? Just pray and get up. And I was wondering why God wasn't speaking to me. I wasn't ever listening. I was just praying and getting up. Uh, the inward witness that I was talking about is kind of like your internal compass. You ever had that gut feeling when you were, you were doing something you weren't supposed to do, and you got that gut feeling, ah, I shouldn't do this? That's your spirit talking to you, being like, no player, don't do that. And you did it anyway and ended up getting you in a wreck. That's, a, that's, your, inward, that's your spirit trying to guide you in an eternal compass. Likewise, you know, when you leave church or you, you have a, a really strong spiritual experience and you just kind of feel this peace and this renewal, that's your spirit being renewed because you fed it something godly. You fed your spiritual man that is inside of you. And then circumstances. Like I said, there's no such thing as luck. There's, there, for, every, for every action, there's a reaction. So people ask me about trials and tribulations. Trials and tribulations, God doesn't send those. 95% of the time, the devil is trying your faith. God knows your faith will work. He's the author and finisher of your faith. So a lot of people say, well, God sent this trial over here to build my faith. No, trials don't build faith. How you respond to the trials that you go through that's what builds your faith. I know a lot of people that tri trials have destroyed their faith, and that's what the enemy comes to do. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you don't realize that there's an enemy out there, if you don't realize that devil and de the devils and demons, that they exist, and they're running to and fro all of this earth, and they have the power to suggest those negative thoughts to you. That's where those negative thoughts come from, like fiery darts is what the word calls them. But see, you can cast those things down in Jesus' name. When those thoughts come to me, I say, I bind you, I rebuke you, I resist you in Jesus' name. Flee from me, demon, flee from me. 
I use that name of Jesus because I'm a believer. I got the authority. I got the juice. It's kind of like walking around with a gun, fully loaded, automatic clip, hollow tips. And somebody's like, you know what I'm saying, somebody's threatening your life and we're going to take your life. And you're just like, well, I got this gun. I don't know what to do with it. It's fully loaded. It's got <laughs> hollow tips in it. But uh, I guess I'm just going to get killed today. No, player, shoot the gun. Pull the trigger. Start speaking the word of God. Start, flee from me, demon. Flee from me, devil, in Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus, get out of my head. Get out of my life. Let go of my family in Jesus' name. That's how I talk to him. Because I got the power. I got the juice. And I'm willing to flip the switch. I'm willing to pull out that AK. And you're like, bah, 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 and dump on the devil. You feel me? You got you to be like that in this life. You can't, you can't just get ran over. There's so many believers getting ran over by the devil all day long, just letting every negative thought that comes at you run your life. And you're walking, you're walking around, you got some joy on Sunday or Wednesday, but then the rest of the week, you're getting your butt kicked. No, you start speaking to the devil. You start binding him. You start casting him out of your mind. You start taking thoughts captive. You start speaking to him like I'm telling you to speak to him. You start getting some good scriptures to stand on. You start telling the devil to flee. You see somebody sick, start laying your hands on them. And it says, hey, you know what Mark 16 says? It says, these signs will follow them that believe. They'll lay hands and they're sick and they'll recover. Do you believe that? Yeah, okay, all right. That's all I need. And sometimes I don't even need their belief. I just need mine and the word of God. Because God will work miraculous, miraculous miracles when you put him to his word. Dreams and visions. And sometimes, sometimes dreams are just bad pizza, and sometimes it's God speaking to you. And you'll kind of just kind of know it in your heart. Sometimes like there's a dream that's just very, very vivid, or you have like a vision of something that's very, very vivid, and you feel like God's speaking to you. If you feel like God's speaking to you, nine times out of ten, he is. And the way you can test it is if what he's showing you lines up with the word of God, because everything you see here is subject to this. God will never show you anything, take you anywhere, or say anything to you that is opposite of the word. He will never go against the word of God. So whatever, you're, whatever you need, your basic instructions for leaving earth, it's right here. And then we got music. As you guys know, I mean, when you, when you get that music, it's kind of like you may come in here heavy. You may come in here with your spirit kind of downcast. But when you hear that music, boy, it starts jumping. It starts feeding your spirit. And that's those, that's those Christian lyrics speaking about the awesomeness and the love and the power of God. And something, alive, something comes alive in you. And that's also God speaking to you. A lot of times he'll speak to you through music. Also, the enemy will speak to you through music. So if you're putting a whole bunch of music into your ears, into your mind, into your heart, man, it's still to this day, like somebody will be saying something, and like a rap lyric will pop in my head. And I'm just like, and I... And, and it was maybe something that happened five years ago, eight years ago. And you know, it's still implanted in there because I listen to it over and over and over and over again. So be careful what you let in your ears and also what you let in your eyes, what you let yourself see. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you see, fear comes by hearing and hearing the word of the enemy, the lies that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you don't measure up that you're poor in spirit, that you're poor in self-worth. That's the enemy talking. I can tell you this, if it's based on fear, condemnation, guilt, shame, any of those things, God does not operate in that manner. So if you get any kind of guilt, shame, condemnation, 
then you already know fear-based based ideas. You already know off top, that's not God. That's the enemy. So who's, whose report are you going to believe? The dude that wants to bless your life or the cat that wants to destroy your life? It's a pretty simple, it's a pretty simple answer. Unfortunately, for years, I was believing the lies of the devil and not even knowing it because I was just letting him attack my mind every day. Because I didn't know there was a, I had authority as a believer and I wasn't using it. I had a gun. I had bullets. I was walking around armed and not dangerous at all, except to myself. <laughs> and, and then we talked about the demonstration of power, which is putting God to his word. And so I just really want to encourage you guys to go out and be that change. I want to encourage you to realize these kind of 10 points and realize that God is speaking to you all the time. He's always speaking to you. Are you listening? Are you watching? Are you expecting his activity? Because when you do this, you'll start realizing God's speaking to you all day, every day, 24-8, all the time. He's speaking to other people. He's speaking through that inner witness. He's speaking through that small, still voice, that wisdom that's in you. He's speaking through his word. Anytime you want to know God's will, open up his word. So I just want to encourage you guys to go out in that power and go with that cloud of witness. And it might be, you might just want to start out with just, you know what I'm saying, smiling at people, opening the door for people, telling, telling them, hey, Jesus loves you. And eventually you get to the place where, hey, you'll lay your hands on sick folks and they'll recover. And you'll start seeing this power and you'll start, and you'll start rebuking the devil and tell him to, to flee and he'll start fleeing. And you'll start, you say, hey, this, this Jesus stuff is pretty awesome. It's more than just going to church. It's more than just trying to do more good than bad. There's a lot of power that comes with being a believer. If people knew how powerful rolling and hanging out with Jesus was, more of them would do it. That we'd have a lot less people religious and a lot more people walking in a love relationship with Jesus Christ because they start feeling the power. Everybody wants to be in power. Everybody wants to kind of have this swagger, if you will. That Jesus swag, nothing's like that Jesus swag. Let me promise you that. So I just want to invite you guys uh, to come up here. We're going to have an invitational time. And if you'd, like, if you'd like us to pray for you and impart some power to you, you know, God has really put it in my heart. If you'd like me to pray for you to to receive any kind of power in your life. If you, if you feel like that you're called to do something or you feel like you want us to pray and touch and agree for you to receive something from God, if you just want to feel like, you know what, I need you to pray for me because I want to have more power in my life. I want to have more authority. I want to take advantage of it. Please come up here and let us touch and agree with you. Prince. So can you guys bring the prayer team up, up here for me? Thank you. So I'd like anybody that just wants some prayer, that wants to be really empowered to come up here and we'll lay our hands on you. We'll impart you with the power that God has given us and the authority that God has given us. And we'll ask God to rain down, we'll ask the Holy Spirit to rain down a fire of love on you. So you can go out there and change the world. So you can go out there and change your household. If you want something different today, if you want to start walking in this power and authority and dominion that I'm talking about, I want you to, even if you're at your seat, 
Start asking God, Lord, show me, tell me of this power. Let me walk in this power. Let me be the power, the change that I need to see, first of all, and that others need to see. I just want to encourage you guys, if you're not in a love relationship with Jesus Christ, if you feel like, you know what, he's been calling me, and you, you heard these 10 points, you're like, man, he's been talking to me. Just take this time just to talk to him. Prayer is any time you turn your heart towards God, to know him, to talk to him. So turn your heart towards him and just talk to him right now. And say, Lord, teach me how to be in this relationship. Lord, let me have a, an ear that hears you. Let me have eyes that see you. Let me have a heart that feels you. Ask him to fill you up with the Holy Spirit and impart these powerful gifts upon you. The power's in the room. Are you going to flip the switch? That's a question. That's a choice only you can make. So please come. Thank you for listening to another Sterling Harris Ministries teaching. For this and other inspired teaching and preaching, visit us at sterlingharris.org. And always remember, Jesus loves you.